0: So in uh, December of 2016, City Council had voted to allocate about $3.1 million and to authorize the Wake County, the uh, Board of Commissioners, to move forward with acquiring a site that would actually serve as a multi-services center for those at risk of and those experiencing homelessness. And um, on Monday, March 20th, uh, the, the county authorized uh, between 4.2 and 4.6 million um, to go towards the acquisition and up of that space and to move forward with actually acquiring it. So, the county will own that building uh, through an interlocal agreement with both the city and the county. And then, Catholic Charities and the partnership, Stand to Prevent Homelessness, will work with all of our community partners to determine what type of programming and uh, classes and uh, employment opportunities that will be available at the center. And the center really has three um hubs within the one space if you will one is day services so people can come in and access showers and laundry and be able to store things while they go on interviews so coming in using things as needed not necessarily being connected to a program but coming in and getting necessary services um then you have the meal distribution that we're currently provided downtown at the city Average center that will come with us on the weekends. So we will continue to provide you know, three to five meals on Saturdays and Sundays to those that are hungry and or homeless in the community. Um, we have just surpassed 212,000 meals at our current center that we've been operating since June of 2014. So we, we don't see um, the need lessening, unfortunately. So we will bring that with us to the new, for it really to be a neighborhood resource. So for meetings to be held there, Um, all sorts of things. And so we're still really working through that. We've had a few focus groups. We just had a big town hall meeting um, on Tuesday. And we'll continue to do that to make sure that we have community as well as um, individuals or families who are going to use the center, their input to make sure it's, it's what's needed. And then the heart and soul or the spine of the space will be where people will come in and they'll tell their story one time. Um, because right now people are having to go multiple places and tell their story every time they go there. This will eliminate the wayfinding, uh, the length of time to get connected to the right resource. This is the right resource at the right time, so services will either be co-located at the space or there will be an immediate referral to an agency, and we will have transportation that's not only... because we're on a bus route, but we'll also do as needed, so to get folks to appointments and things like that. So again, just removing barriers for people to access what they need. And we um, also anticipate having some behavioral health and uh, medical health services on site, to so basic care um, to help our community partners with the hospital's uh, lessen the burden for folks who are going there for things that we could provide in a in a, a format such as a multi-services center.
1: It's such an exciting thing because uh, knowing from experience in, in trying to work in these areas before... Uh, I have had and helped other charities in other cities to do this centralization, which seems to be one of the major problems is that there's help available, but you just can't seem to find it when you're in the need for help because you spend most of your time telling your story over and over and over again. So that's just fantastic.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We do have uh, tremendous uh, nonprofits in our community that are doing just incredible work. Um, so we want to make sure that we're maximizing what they do really well um, and making sure that they're also not getting um, folks that are coming to their agencies presenting with things that they're not able to help. So we want to lessen the burden on agencies as well as people in the community. So you're right. It's essential that we have one place where people come in and tell their story, then that the referral is um, it's, it's an immediate referral. So it's not a cold referral. That then goes out. And all the agencies are currently using a standardized assessment tool. So we're using that tool to determine what intervention is needed and then working with the household, whether it be a family or an individual, to determine a plan because there's like usually multiple things that are that are going on and it's helping to prioritize where to start and how that journey is going to look with that person's input.
1: So what do you think is the biggest differences now that you've acquired this area uh, is it closer to the transportation? You said it was near Bus garage, So, I mean, this is the opportunity to have better transportation with this new facility as opposed to where it currently sits, right?
0: Absolutely. Well, I, you know, we are fortunate with the city average center that we're right downtown, um, you know, across the Morse Park. But the the new center, which will be located at 1430 South Wilmington Street, is on a bus line, but we are going to have a transportation component. So, yes, it's looking at all the things that individuals in our community have indicated our barriers for them to get what they need to become stabilized. So we know childcare, care, we know employment, um, we know transportation. Those are major barriers for folks. And so if we can help address each of those in a systemic way, um, I think we'll really see you know, great strides towards moving the needle, towards ending homelessness as we know it.
1: It's just amazing. Monday must have been uh, one of those euphoric days for you.
0: It was. Uh, there were tears, happy tears for sure. Um, you know, we've got a lot of work to do, but it's very exciting. You know, the goal is, you know, 24 months, so in 2019, that we'll have this center. Of course, we will work aggressively, you know, to do it as soon as we possibly can. But we also want to do it right. We want to make sure that the community is very involved um, with determining what that space looks like, feels like, operates. Uh, we want that the center to be a place where people come and they feel welcome they feel safe and there's are also um, a lot of uh, want to make sure people have dignity when they're in the space just like we do at Oak city outreach center now you know we don't have rules posted we don't ask people for anything other just to come in and be there in that space and so we really want to replicate that type of um, environment as much as possible
1: so how can somebody help now how can a member of the community volunteer and and do things now to help speed this along
0: yeah, so we have a few different things going on. We, of course, are recruiting and welcoming people to serve on different committees as far as determining programming and how do we message around that. Um, and there's a contact form on our website, which is endhomelessnesswake.org. People can fill out the form, and it comes directly to me, and then I can reach out, and we can get them connected to the right group. Um, I think, you know, volunteering at the City Average Center is always a want and a need, whether you can provide meals, you can do a toiletry drive, or you can just come in and spend time at the center. Um, our, we probably have the best volunteer gig in the world, I think, is really our, our volunteers come in and they really just hang out. Um, our center operates itself because the guests, you know, are, they can throw their own plates away and things like that. And the groups that come in and provide the meals provide everything from the fork to the dessert. And um, so the center really operates very smoothly. So we just want people to be in the space, to be in community with other people. And then we have a few events coming up. So our next big event is the Great Gatsby Ball and Casino Night, which is April fifteenth. And uh, Zach Medford, with um, uh, who owns Patio Beers and Coglin's and Isaac Hunter's Tavern, he has dedicated uh, this year to raising as much money as possible. He set a personal goal of raising ninety thousand dollars. Towards addressing and ending homelessness as we know it this year, so we're really fortunate to Zach and that that partnership that we we have. So we're selling tables, we're selling tickets, um, and and certainly you know if people want to help with fundraising. We, we always are open to new ways. These um, that will take more resources than what we currently have, and so we, we want to be mindful of that as well. Well, because we're an he- amazing building, so That's- we want to do all we
1: can. That's so fantastic. It really is wonderful. Great news. We always love to have good news on and always love to have you on. And of course, we're we're here to help as, as a, a media helper and uh, just happy to do so. Thank you so much for sharing awesome. the good news with us.
0: Thank you so much.